Laura. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where five years ago we analyzed the movie Back to the Future one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. Today we're going back to my favorite scene in Back to the Future, which begins with Marty arriving at the Twin Pines Mall and ends with Marty crashing the DeLorean into a barn. Back to the Future Minute revisited part two. Mm-hmm. Part three. Part three. <laughs> Being yeah. the third part of the appendices, if you will. Yes. True. And in many ways, I, I was thinking of a couple times, this is the ultimate scene of Back to the Future. Well, yeah. I, least, I, I really like how I picked a 1955 minute and you picked an 85 minute. Yeah. Um, cause like for me, I think it was, it, I think there's more to talk about in this scene. Um, and I actually do think it's more iconic than the lightning strike scene just in terms of like visuals and stuff as much as I love, I mean, I think the lightning strike scene is amazing and like one of the most like pivotal sequences in any movie ever. Sure. You know, but I, I see what you mean. Well, at least I think this scene is really, really iconic because it's so early in the movie. Mm-hmm. And the movie has been so chill and cool and almost like a John Hughes movie. Yeah. And this is such a ramp up. Right. And I remember as a kid, especially the moment where it's like, let's see how you bastards like 90 and then the, the, the musical swell. Yeah. Really, that really exciting me as a kid. Yeah. And being like, oh, this is like, I'm pumped. This is great. This yeah. is, I'm as excited as I would be watching like Batman or like Jurassic Park because I kind of found this a little bit later than those movies. And. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and like it, it, it's just such a, it takes the audience on such a ride. And I think if you weren't already, this is the moment where I think every audience member really locks on to Marty as a protagonist and a hero for the movie. Yeah. By the end of this. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I think it's, it's also just like, I think you're watching the movie just sort of like, what is this movie about? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Um, you know, we were talking about, uh, in the, in the commentary and, uh, I think a little bit in the last episode, um, about that test screening where they realized what they had on their hands. Yeah. Um, and we, I talked a lot about this scene because this threw everyone for a loop because they thought they knew what the movie was. Mm -hmm. And then in this scene, they like kill a dog for a full minute. Yeah. <laughs> until you realize that he's not dead but for a full minute the audience thinks he's dead yeah 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 and you even mentioned this during the commentary that yeah it was like an early right that's yeah 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 that's what i'm talking about yeah. um but but uh uh yeah so it's like it's it's the first scene in the movie that like really throws the audience for a loop and establishes the uh the science fiction side of this movie because right. you know all of the all of the rest of this movie it was all it was all sort of character set up mm-hmm. um that you know they're going to pay off in 1955 yes but it, it all just seems like it's just happening for no reason right you know if you don't know what this movie is mm-hmm. you're like why are we what is what is this about is this about him like playing at the dance is that what this is about yeah is that what this movie is about is it about marty wanting to 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 you know become famous richard linklater's back to the future yeah right um 
so it's 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 just uh it, it really is interesting it's it's a really like kind of hard turn yeah you know you wouldn't the, you wouldn't expect the main character that you saw cruising to school on his skateboard to Huey Lewis in the news getting shot at by Libyan <laughs> right yeah not even half an hour later yeah exactly exactly um, uh, I, I want to remark upon how the opening seconds of this mm-hmm. where he gets woken up by, by Doc's call oh yeah is such a perfect snapshot of you and I's professional relationship <laughs> Especially circa 2015, uh-huh. when we first started doing the show. That's true. Yeah, Just something I noticed. Yeah, that's true. I I also I something else I noticed this time. And again, like I don't really remember what we talked about uh, on the podcast sure. when we went through the minutes the first time, um, uh, because I don't remember everything we talked about. I should say I remember some stuff, um, but you know. I I really was like watching that scene of of him getting woken up, and I was just thinking like, wow, that's some really believable like sleepy acting from um from from Michael like, J. Fox. And then I was like, I was like, oh right, he was probably just legitimately asleep because he was only sleeping like three hours a day yeah. while he was shooting this. So roll the camera. Yeah, I don't know if it was acting. Are you getting this? Look at him. <laughs> Look at how he's sleeping. I'm, you know, one thing I'm, I'm sure we talked about, and I feel so foolish asking this now, is was that the Talking Heads playing on his alarm clock? I actually don't know. I don't remember. It sounded like it. Yeah. It's the first time I ever clocked for me. I'm like, I think that's the Talking Heads. I, if it is, I'm sure we talked about whatever, what, yeah. whatever was playing in that in the minute when we talked about it's that. It's discouraging scene, but... for the listeners to be like, wow, they don't remember any of it. Yeah, no, I don't really. Oh, it's not that we don't remember any of it. It's just that we don't remember like specifics yeah. all the time. But, um, it's because you know there's a lot of episodes, sure, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. So I I don't know. Um, uh, so so uh, you know he arrives and we get our first look at Einstein, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, the dog that uh, was of course introduced at the beginning of the film by showing his disgusting, overflowing dog dish, dog pile, rotted dog food, mm-hmm. <laughs> rotted disgusting dog food. Um. Uh. So we we meet Einstein. He's great immediately. There's a hot take. Is Doc Brown a bad dog owner? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Why would he? You think he just work? You think Einstein just works at that? He's like, well, time to just nip at the food pile. No, he just wasn't there. Oh, okay. How They've about... been gone. Okay, so that was he's a... been working for the Libyans. Okay, so the so it was just like, well, then is it Marty's job to feed him? No, it's an automatic machine. Remember? Okay, so Einstein just kind of picks at it whenever he's a slow eater. No, Nick. He hasn't been home, and it just keeps dumping it because yeah, it's on a daily routine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He, oh, 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 Einstein's not there yet. Einstein's not there. I see. Yeah, he's okay. gone. Okay. <laughs> we never. We haven't met him. He's yes, been with sure. Doc. He's this been whole with time. Doc in the band. Yeah, with the Libyans. Okay. I don't. I never think about them working together. That's really interesting to me. Yeah, the idea of him. Like, he's Marty when Marty's not around. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, it's it's really interesting thinking about Doc working with the Libyan nationalists oh. and like interacting with them. Yeah, he had to have, right? That's so crazy. To yeah, me. he built them a bomb made out of pinball machine parts. Um, Here you go. <laughs> and I'll just take this. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so uh, uh, I uh, – we get this first look at the DeLorean – and it's so 
It, what's interesting about it is like how much Zemeckis seems to know how iconic this thing is going to be because mm-hmm. he's shooting it like it's the most incredible thing anyone's ever seen. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of like the the way J.J. Abrams reveals the Enterprise. Mm. The, yeah, yeah, like, but the difference there is that the Enterprise is iconic. Yes, <laughs> it's, so it's like it's. I think it's yeah, it's like pride in the design, I guess. Yeah. Like, look at this thing we made. Yeah, I guess so. And also it's letting the audience know this thing is arguably the most important thing in the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's in a uh it's in stark contrast to say something like back or to uh Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. where the first time you see the Proton packs, they're just wearing them. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they just they're just walking into the hotel and they've yeah. got them on. That is really perfect to you know, some something that we've talked about kind of the the shabbiness and the uh how kind of like mellow the ghost the first ghostbusters is yeah and it's something that every single ghostbusters afterwards is like weirdly forgotten yeah is that it was kind of just like pe- they're, they're exterminators they're exterminators they're just like out of work scientists that are trying to like pay the rent yeah 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 for sure so it's kind of perfect that it's just like here they are they're just we're wearing them already yeah right but yeah i mean you know it's not like they like walked in and uh ivan reitman shot them in a way that was just like look at these iconic characters look at these cool dudes <laughs> look at look at, <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Totally get, yeah whereas like you know he definitely shoots the delorean that way it's just it, it, i find it really interesting yeah 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 and it's 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 so kind of like we were talking about this in the commentary, but it's so bombastic. Mm-hmm. And so like, this is the thing. Yeah. And the music is so yeah earnest in this moment. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so I know that we talked about this in the minute, uh, when we, when we talked about this five years ago, but, um, I mean, like, where is all of this smoke coming from? I, I, I inside the car <laughs> lately, every time I watch anything, from like the previous couple of decades, I'm like, there's not enough smoke in movies anymore. Yeah. I was thinking that when we were watching Dracula. Yeah. I was thinking that when I was watching Sleepy Hollow a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There's just not enough fake billow, like, like smoke. Yeah. Coming out of, yeah. Just stuff. Just sets. Yeah. Yeah. But I love, I love, yeah, when Doc comes out of the DeLorean for the first time, there's just all this dry eyes, like smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's there. It's great. Where, where is it coming from? <laughs> it never smokes like that again. No. Yeah. Well, hot boxing. It's the only explanation. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else it could be. Libyan hemp. L- Libyan hemp? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you don't think it's just like radio? I don't know. Sci- science stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, but it never does that ever again. Ever. Not once. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're in that car a lot. Yeah. It never do you, does that do again. You, do you miss it? Uh, Do you think it would kind of add the stuff if they had kept that thing? That no, I don't know. I don't think so. I think. I mean, it's just. It's like a. I. I. I you know. I think it just adds like a layer of. Um. I don't know. It's just sort of silly. I. It's. I don't <laughs> it's know. A lot, you know what it reminds me it's of? Very a lot. dramatic. It, it. It reminds me a lot of, and you probably know this better. Is like a live show entrance. Yes. Like a Back to the Future live show. Yeah. Makes me wonder, um, and I think we mentioned this before. I, I, I assume like maybe if he's not hotboxing, then maybe this is all just for show. It's like just for dramatic purposes, <laughs> for, yeah, just theatrically. Marty, just like, look yeah. at the thing that I made. <laughs> <laughs> he really wants to put on a show. Yeah. Oh man, um, I like uh, I like the doc. Uh, it, it, 
did Doc doesn't wear a lot of Hawaiian shirts in the fifties, does he? He has that one pattern shirt that he wears in three. Yeah, when I think of him in the fifties now, having just watched it, I, I think of those kind of like, um, like I, it's weird that I, me I associate that with the nineties, but that kind of like ska Smash Mouth like oh, 50s yeah. shirts. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. More so than the Hawaiian stuff. Yeah, but then he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt here under his under his uh, yeah. his jumpsuit here. Well, you can kind of relate to that. You kind of went through a, a Hawaiian shirt phase, sort of not later in life, but like phase. Well, were you were you wearing that like in high school? No, shirts? no, yeah. but it's not a. I'm st- I'm in it. Nick. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're in <laughs> you the- you said went as in as in uh, like I had passed passed through it. I guess I meant went as in started. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are now in one. Yes. So like maybe he had one like around the eighties and he's like, you know what's cool? These. Yeah. No, but I like it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, and then I really I I'm I'm trying to picture it now, but his like outfit in three is really cool. Yeah. For sure. Um it's the one it's got the is it the one with the trains on it? No, that's that's Back to the Future two. What is he wearing in three? I forget what he's wearing in three. I thought it was something like that, but I might be confusing it with the with the outfit he's wearing in two with the trains on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the train pattern, like Hawaiian looking it's, shirt. It's that gif of him saying, see you in the future. Right, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, I really, I, I think uh, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Yeah. It is a great line. Maybe the coolest thing Doc ever says. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you're going to watch a dog die, Marty. <laughs> Well, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, this dog's going to be dead. This dog's going to be dead. <laughs> God, it's terrible. <laughs> He's insane. <laughs> oh, no. Don't walk away from me, Marty. Don't walk away from me. You're in this, too. <laughs> it's like a Tales from the Crypt story now. <laughs> uh, Zemeckis directed a couple of those. He did, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so like this, just this, the way that this is all done, I like how complex this remote control has to be. Yeah. Because like he has to have figured out a way to uh, like connect that red switch to the brakes, mm-hmm. which I don't even know how you would do that. Yeah. I'm, I love watching this. I don't know. Like it's beautiful what the audience is willing to believe yeah and they're like i don't care how that works yeah the, yeah the, 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 the control controls the car cool yeah i don't you kind of buy it in a weird way and i think it has everything to do with the design of the controller is just tactile and big and chunky enough yeah for me that i'm like yeah that looks that looks like it works that looks legit yeah i i love that marty doesn't try to get away once but twice and <laughs> the doc- first time doc intimidates him to come back yeah i <laughs> and the second time he just drags him back over that moment really cracks me up because you don't see doc doing that very often at all yeah like hey get back here you like yeah. i'm the boss <laughs> I, I dig it but he calls einstein the first time traveler yeah which means this is the first time that he's doing this yep. experiment. 100%. Which means that he, like, what if it hadn't worked? Yeah. See the fly? <laughs> well, not just that. I mean, what if it hadn't worked and oh, he had period. just killed both him and Marty because the car just hits them going 88 miles per hour? Because <laughs> he doesn't know for sure that it's going to work. Cut to interior mall security office. The next morning, it's like, hey, Todd, get in here. Watch this. So this old man <laughs> holds a boy in place and makes 
a remote control car, run them both over at like 90 miles an hour. <laughs> and then we open up the car. There's a dog in there. <laughs> They were, the the kid was filming it. We've got the tape. We can watch <laughs> he, that. He made the kid film his own death. <laughs> this is pretty hardcore. It becomes this like crazy like Hill Valley urban legend. <laughs> well, he already kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what Doc, you hear what Emmett Brown did? <laughs> yeah. He made that McFly boy film his own death. Crazy old scientist. <laughs> 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 Principal Strickland's like I told him he wasn't going to amount to anything <laughs> I was right Just another teenager <laughs> Filming his own death Just another streak on the pavement Comes <laughs> <laughs> like a thing you pass around I got the McFly tape Oh no uh, Marty turns into like Samara from the ring. It's <laughs> <laughs> coming right at me. Oh man. <laughs> Great. Oh jeez. Um so, uh uh it, it should be noted, it's uh it is not only our 5th anniversary uh of doing this podcast. Uh not only is it the Hold on. 35th anniversary of Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also the 65th anniversary of uh, Doc Brown inventing time travel. 65 years. 65 years. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, that's crazy. You know, this movie's kind of in an age where, like, with Twitter and stuff, like, dates mm-hmm. and anniversaries and movies are kind of easy to circulate and celebrate kind mm-hmm. of together. Mm-hmm. This movie's, like, full of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Sixty-five um, years. That like weirdly, that hits me more than how long the movie, how far, how old, how old the movie is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the the movie takes place, uh, you know, nineteen fifty-five, same year that Disneyland opened. Yes. So that's why it's on the tip of my tongue. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, sixty-five years. My dad's sixty-five. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Born in fifty-five. Does he know how important that year is for us? It's even more important now that he was born. I'm sure, year. yeah. <laughs> now, as if it, that that happened recently. We, we talked. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we talked about Disneyland once. Yeah, that. Yeah, kind of because we watched we watched that thing on Fourth of July. That crazy like. Or when was that? The thing on Disney Plus that was like the opening of the park. Oh right, the op- the park opening special. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That's true. Check that out on Disney Plus. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I really love. The, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out right now while we're while we're doing this. Okay, so so let's see here. I'm gonna look at this timestamp. So wait, where are we? Okay, so all right, car disappears at looks like doing it. twenty two minutes twenty two minutes and six seconds. So now let's see how long this scene is where they're talking before the car reappears no it's past it oh man well you know oh wait 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 no 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 hold on hold on hold on 22 57 oh it might it might be it might be spot on for a minute 
It's hard to tell. We're watching sure. this on Netflix, and the timestamps are are weird. Well, you they know, if old, uh, if old Christopher Nolan had directed it, it would have timed out perfectly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I and think Lorraine it is right about a minute. I think that's right. So you know, that's good. That's something. Oof. Um, <laughs> what a scary minute that must have been. Yeah. What did, what, did, what what happened to him over there? Uh, what? To Einstein. To Einstein? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, I mean, like, so it was just instantaneous. Yeah, it's just instantaneous. We okay. see what it, same thing happens to Marty. Okay, he wasn't like in the Bill and Ted animation for like 10 seconds. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, you know what I recently learned about Bill and Ted was that uh, the animated series that was on the air at the same time as the Back to the Future animated series. Sure. The difference uh, between the two things, because the Back to the Future animated series has famously had Dan, Ca- Dan Castaneda. Castellaneta. Castellaneta as Doc in in that. I think the only two actors that came back to play their characters in the animated series were Mary Steenburgen and, uh, of course, uh, Thomas F. Wilson. Yeah. Um, but in the Bill and Ted uh, one, uh, both Keanu Reeves and uh, Alex uh, Winter, Alex Winter, both are really? playing Bill and Ted. Yeah, that's really cool. I know. Did you watch both of them growing up? Oh yeah, yeah great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you remember? I don't remember much of the Bill and Ted one. Do you remember noticing though that it was no. like really okay? I wouldn't have noticed. I was a kid. That's a, that's Beetlejuice was my favorite of all of those. Sure, me too. At the time, yeah, that was um, one that I watched regularly. I don't. Yeah. Re- I remember finding. The Back to the Future cartoon on the Fox box. Oh, sure. For some reason. Sure. And very quickly kind of being like, this is lame. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. <laughs> it turns the tannins and the, into like a... A race. Yeah, like a race. <laughs> or like Cloud Atlas kind of like... Yeah. Just like the, the McFlies are just cursed to always have a tannin terrorizing them throughout history. Mm-hmm. All across the world. It's um, like the old guard. Yeah, there's tannins in ancient Egypt. Marty, it's time you knew about the tannins. We should just call. We should just. Uh, we should just call all bullies tannins. You're could be could be a tannin. Yeah, could be a tannin. Uh, that guy's just a no good tannin. <laughs> One of them rebirthed tannins. <laughs> um, another thing that uh, they never really do again the uh, the iced up car. Yeah. Not really a thing that they no. mess with after this. They're like, nope, not worth it. Yeah. Too difficult to do. Um, I love how happy Mar- uh, Einstein is. You did a good job. Yeah, he did. He and, worked real hard. And then right back in the camper. Mm-hmm. He's like, my job here is done. <laughs> Time to sleep in the bed it that does. I have in there. <laughs> I hope you got a really nice treat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think. I mean, unless there was one waiting for him. No. Well, I mean, the actor. Oh, okay, yeah, the dog actor for the sure. The dog actor. I hope he got a nice treat in there. Yeah, <laughs> he did a good job. Um. Yeah, I mean, I just love. I love how cleanly all of this is explained. Sure, it's so succinct. It's yeah, yeah. How oh, it works and everything. It's done really well. You know, I was in a replica of a DeLorean once. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. What yeah. was your, what were your... At a convention. Mine was a Ready Player One, like, room. Oh. Like, an experience. You were probably in um, the Ernest author's. Klein. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. The author has a, a, a DeLorean, uh Back to the Future DeLorean replica. Did you hear about the plot of Ready Player Two? 
yes, but I barely remember what it is. Just it just happens again. Yeah, it just happens again. There's another. There's a. There's an Easter egg of another Easter egg hunt. Hello, it's me, Halliday. <laughs> there's more. There's more. I loved even more stuff about I the hope, 80s. I, I hope. Uh, I hope they get Zemeckis to direct the sequel. <laughs> and I mean, just, get. I mean, they make him. Yeah, they make him. They force him the way no. they force Spielberg to do it. No, please. <laughs> God. You still haven't um, seen The Witches yet? No, I haven't. You have read the Back to the Future Meet the Transformers comic. I did. How was that? <laughs> it was. It is something else, I'll I, tell you. I plan on reading it for sure. Yeah. It is something else. Um, they're like uh, the, the, the Decepticons are like forcing the humans of Hill Valley to mine for uh, the one stuff, the, the special oh, cyber. Dust. No. Um, Cyber en- dust. Energon, right? En- Energon, yeah, sure. Whatever. Cyber. Enron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. They, they have to restart the company, Enron. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but Why yeah. I remember. I think it's Energon. Energon? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, they're like making them like mine. They like turn them into slaves and like Tannen's working for the. Biff is working for the he's Decepticons. Like, he's like Patrick Dempsey in Transformers Dark of the Moon. Uh, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> There's always like one human who makes Congress with the Decepticons mm-hmm. and like like forges a alliance with them. Right. Yeah. Or like the ones in Bumblebee. Sure. Yeah. 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 The best one. <laughs> right. It's true. That's that's not even debatable. Some people will say it's the first one. First but... one's pretty good. I like the first one a lot. I do. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't think it's good. <laughs> I don't think it's good. I like it. <laughs> I, think Bumblebee, I think Bumblebee is an actual good movie. Sure. Um, yeah. I. I. You know. I. I find these. I like uh, the first one. I like the third one. I like Bumblebee. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um. I. Uh, I like these suits. Yeah. I like. I like the question about like uh, about when when he's like, "Are you wearing a? Is that a? Is that a Devo suit?" And he's like, "Never mind that. Never mind that." <laughs> So it's not a no. <laughs> it's not a no. I like the idea that he just like went to like a, a Halloween costumes shop and like bought Hello. like two Devo costumes <laughs> instead of like a legitimate radiation suit because <laughs> it is around Halloween. It's October. That's true. That's the one thing that this movie's missing. It ignores the fact in this universe. I don't think Halloween exists. Because there should be way more Halloween de- decor. It's a big missed opportunity. Yeah. I mean, we definitely talked about that on the main show. Oh, yeah. We did. We did. It's going to be a Halloween classic. A graveyard smash. Could have been. Especially um, in the 50s. Well, in the 50s, it's November. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so it's just past uh, just past uh, All Hallows' Eve. All Hallows' Eve. Over there, really Wait, love, really love. Is he worried? He is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I noticed in the minute, but like the fact that Einstein's wearing a little radiation suit is incredible. Mm-hmm. When 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 Doc said, "Let's get get a radio radiation get you in a radiation suit," he was also talking to Einstein. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Oh man, do you think there's any of those left? Those little uh, photo booth things. I don't um i don't know you know what you know what else i think is interesting about this about this minute is the way that it perfectly sets up the two sequels as if they planned them because like because like you know he talks about oh yeah i'm gonna go to the future i mean granted he says 25 years in the future which changes in the new timeline 
um, when when Marty returns to eighty five mm-hmm. and saves Doc. Yeah, um, he changes it to thirty. Uh, uh, but you know, here he says, "I'm going to go twenty five years into the future," and um, and then he says, "Yeah, I'll check out and see like who won the World Series and everything." And you're like, "Oh yeah, that's." You're just describing part, and he says, "Yeah, when you get there, look me up." And he's like, "I will," and I'm like, "You're just setting up the sequel. Uh, yeah. You don't even know that that's what you're doing, but that's what you're doing." And then uh, Doc is like, oh, "I'll draw their fire," and he pulls out a like a like an old Western pistol revolver. You know? Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it could be as simple as Galen and Zemeckis going back to their own script. Yeah, when it came time, could be. But it's it's little moves like that that I think are the reason why, even though the sequels are. You know, remember it is imperfect mm-hmm. and opinions differ. They are remembered as a trilogy. Yeah. And, and it is remembered as like the Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah, that's true. And that's not always the case with movies like these. Yeah. Where it's like just no one acknowledges that there's like a sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Right. That's very true. <laughs> oh, who wants to remember that? Directed by Sylvester Stallone. That is the most insane thing. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. God. I think I saw the sequel before I saw the original. That's amazing. Because I think it was like on TV. <laughs> and I don't remember what got me suck, sucked into it. I, I don't know if I, I know. was like, if I was like home and sick or what, but mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. I remember, I remember watching it. I remember I tuned in. He was like on a phone call. Travolta mm-hmm. was on a phone call outside of the studio, like in a hallway. Okay. It was yeah, like yeah, on a yeah. payphone, like arguing oh, with somebody about on, something. Please, give yeah. Me a shot. Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then I just like watched the rest of it. That's and actually true to me of the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. You saw the second one first. Mm-hmm. The first thing I ever saw of the Ghostbusters out of context was the uh, the courtroom scene where yeah. the, the brother ghosts bust yeah. in. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I immediately knew what the setup was, though. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Busting ghosts. Busting ghosts. There it is. Ghostbusters. <laughs> There's two, two of them. <laughs> These two must be this the makes, friends. This makes sense. I'm on board. They're ghosts and they bust people up. Play on. Oh yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the Scaleri brothers or whatever. Yeah, are. yeah, I think that's right. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, and and also like Ghostbusters two is easy to watch without having seen the first Ghostbusters, because it basically just starts over from scratch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the same movie again. Mm-hmm. Just like a different ghost, different, like, different main baddie. I'm like, oh, I guess this is how uh, Sigourney Weaver and Bill Murray met. <laughs> yeah. I always really like the second one, because it has that really fun, like, nine, like New York coming together aspect. Where the whole, the whole city rallies around the Ghostbusters, and their positive energy makes the... Sludge go away. That's I true. I've seen it in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it happens in the first one too because like they're all cheering for the Ghostbusters as they come to the building. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the story arc in the second one is. I'm trying to remember. They like find it. No one believes them because it's under the it's in the it's in the sewers. Yeah. And it runs on negative energy. Yeah. I guess I don't know what the what the like what the character arc of it is. Oh, I don't I know. I mean, granted, everybody says the first one doesn't have a character arc either, sure. but, but that's because you have to watch the, you have to, in order to figure out the character arc of Ghostbusters, you need to stop focusing on the characters and focus on the Ghostbusters as a team. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they are the, the, the entire team is the one that goes through mm-hmm. the character arc. I, uh, I think if, what I remember about the second one is 
there's Oscar, baby Oscar. Yeah. And so Bill Murray's, but I don't remember him ever like having pathos about that. No. Um, He's just like, oh, you got a kid now. Yeah. That's weird. Louis, <laughs> Louis, and um, Annie Janine. Potts, Janine, mm-hmm. are in a relationship. Genuinely don't remember anything about Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd, or Harold Ramis that isn't plot stuff, like them playing with the ooze. Yeah. I know Ernie Hudson and Dan Aykroyd uh, uh, are like children's entertainers now. Wow, yeah, you're right. That, about that. That. It starts with that. <laughs> They're going to like a kid's birthday party. Yeah, how did it go south so fast for them? I don't know. <laughs> That's like one of the problems with that movie is you're like, geez, <laughs> everyone s- saw it happen. They saved New York in the 80s. Yeah. Man. By starting their own business. By starting their own business. <laughs> Reagan should have like given them like the presidential like Medal these, of Honor. These boys are the American dream made real. <laughs> You sound like you sound just like the uh, the oh. Reagan from Cafe Eighties. All three of them. There's four of them. <laughs> All three Ghostbusters, <laughs> and they're hired. <laughs> oh Reagan. Oh jeez. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Um, <laughs> I I love I love that he gets so that the Libyan uh, gets so fed up. <laughs> Yeah. With the with the with the, the 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 rifle that's jamming the machine gun that's jamming, you know what? He just, he's just like, you know what? I have this. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> he just pulls out that bazooka. <laughs> oh man, you're that's about so Marty. We have bazookaed. Yeah, it's great, man. And oh. it's the it's a great hit that the scarecrow takes. Yeah, yeah. I I I still love the 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 hood flopping over his <laughs> yeah. head. It makes no sense. Given like physics, and this happens, yeah, and then it and then it, it comes over his head because like for why why do they need to explain that it goes over his head? Like why can't he just crash and come out with it on his head? Like okay, <laughs> I don't know why we have to see it flop over his head. It's great. Oh, yeah, man. I love how little sped up it is. Yeah, I do like how it's very uh, like silent movie mm-hmm. comedy. It's great. Yeah, yeah, Harold really, Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, Harold Lloyd or um, or. Uh, the other one, the stunt mm-hmm. guy. What's his name? Buster Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> I, I really, I just really, really love this sequence. I think, I think that, uh, you know, uh, meeting Doc is like a really important part of the movie. I mean, sure. largely the most important part of the movie, maybe. Um, it's but, cool that we both pick kind of fun car chasey scenes. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's you know Doc is such an important part of this this series. Most F. and and this initial introduction to him is so interesting and instantly iconic. And you know, I just think for whatever reason, when I think of this movie, this is the scene that I think of. It's the, totally the parking fair. lot of the mall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a great uh, choice. Yeah, and all and all of the everything that comes with it. I mean, I love all the stuff in the fifties. I love the end sequence of the lightning strike. Uh, but yeah, there's something about this, uh, this mall sequence that's yeah. just like instantly iconic for yeah. me. It was great talking about it. Again. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening, you guys. And, uh, we'll, we'll be back, uh, again with another, uh, another reu- uh, reunion anniversary special, um, where we start, uh, our coverage of part two. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Starting with commentary and then our favorite scenes of that movie. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll we'll. <laughs> if I picked like a bunch of like just 
Tannenville scenes. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> the entire Tannenville sequence, <laughs> the entire twenty minute sequence. Great. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we will talk to you again soon to talk about uh, part two. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.